Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. It's Footy Prime and it's uh, Better Late Than Never. It's an interview edition. Uh, Jimmy bailed last night, so we had to kind of cancel the podcast because he, he forgot all about it. But, but why, thankfully, our, why, our guest... Why am I getting blamed for this shit already? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, your yeah. role for forgetting about it last night. Sorry. Scheduled as a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Wednesday. regardless, our, our guest today, he's been on uh, before on, on several occasions. He's a friend of the show. He, right now, he's in California with Toronto FC. It is Jonathan Osorio. Ozo, welcome back to the show, mate. H- how's Ooh. Cali? Um, I hear the weather's great down there right now. Yeah, yeah, right. It's uh, It's been raining the last few days. Um, so it's been hard, actually, to use the pitches. But uh, apparently... Uh, we got past the last, uh, the last of it of the of the rain and the rainstorm, and hopefully, going forward, we can actually start, uh, you know, using the pitches and 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 playing some ball. Well, that's the thing. Are you are you actually able to use the pitches? Are they allowing you, or is it that soggy? They're they're allowing us, but it's, it's just too soggy. It's it's too wet. The ball doesn't move. It's it's uh, it's crazy. So uh, no, we've been working a lot, like running, just running, and and. Using that time to, you know, get our fitness up that and, sucks. and, and that get into the gym. Sucks. Tell me about it. That's, hey, that's, the, old, that's the old school preseason. The yeah. first week, just run, 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 run. Yeah, but I can yeah. imagine, though, as well, too, you know, when a pitch is very soggy like that and the legs aren't ready for it. Not ready yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. The, the pitch is, is super heavy and everything. So, yeah. um, you know, we, we so do. We're just we trying can. to make the best of it. Yeah, I was just trying to make the best of it, but um, I think we're we're past it now. It, it looks like going forward, the weather is going to be uh, pretty good. So um, yeah, we'll see now how that goes. But for you, I mean, it's been such a weird few months, right? Uh, compared to usual, you have the end of MLS season. You you obviously missed a, a large part of that. You then go into camp. 
you play the World Cup, then you mm. shut down again. Now you start up again in January. I mean, how different has it been for you physically this year? Yeah, it's, it's been uh, it's been difficult. Uh, just starting from when um, I was going through my 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 uh, my head issues uh, last year during the season. You know, a lot of time off, a lot of time trying to get back to fitness, trying to get back, getting close, having setbacks. You know, and then and then the season finished, and we could kind of you know we we kind of made a plan with. TFC along with the the medical staff at, at, at the national team and made a plan for me to to try and get back for the World Cup and and you know thankfully everything went well started feeling good finally and and got myself to a good enough fitness level to to compete and um and were so, you ever concerned also that you weren't gonna yeah. make it yeah 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 you were yeah yeah, yeah. very concerned very concerned until like about i would say two weeks before the the initial camp in bahrain uh for the mls guys i was it looked it looked bleak it looked like i wasn't gonna make it to be honest and um the thing is with these concussion injuries that that you know if you have post-concussion syndrome there's just there's just there's no telling when you're gonna get better there's there's like nobody can tell you not a doctor nobody and and you don't even know yourself so every day was kind of different in dealing with that and yeah. you kind of just have to take it step by step little by little and and, and you know you, you, you allow your yourself to be um to have a little bit more stimulus each day and and, and that's you know the the were you allowed to do any fitness work whatsoever yeah yeah the the Exercise is encouraged during a, when you have a concussion. Actually, it's just to a, a certain extent, and unfortunately, you know, obviously, you guys know at uh, you know at the professional level, the fitness level is it's 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 a really high intensity. It, it's hard to to go at a low intensity. So, you know, I was just trying to get you know to to going straight into a high intensity, and it, it was just in the beginning, it was just too much. And then we got it to a point where I was able to, you know, go slowly at a, at a good pace. And then my head was allowing me to go at a good pace. And then each day, you know, seeing how that feels and, and, and slowly increasing uh, as time went by. And finally, I got to a point where I was feeling good for the most part. And I got myself to the World Cup. The, the camp in Bahrain helped me uh, also right. get the, the game in and, and, and get a little bit more fitness, game fitness that way. That pitch was heavy too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that that was a that was a tough game. It was hot, it was hot. The pitch. Uh, yeah. Also, going back to, going back to the concussions, um, you know, I think through throughout our career, we've we've all we've all had them, um, mm-hmm. and you know, we all get different symptoms. What what were the symptoms that you continued to get? Was it were you getting that fogginess? Was it just the headaches yeah. or the bright lights were bothering you? So after the initial concussion, um, it wasn't too bad. The only the 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 real symptom that I had was the pressure. In my, I had I had like a pressure in my head, and um, but that was the only symptom at first for like the first after the, that week. In that week, I I, I progress. I'm doing like um, training on my own at the side, but I'm progressing pretty quick and I'm feeling really good very quickly. 
and I passed the test, the written test and everything. And the thing is that weekend was the was going to be the the debut of the Italians. And I, I don't want to say nobody rushed me. Um, you know, I was rushing kind of myself to be. Yeah. I wanted to be a part of that game. I knew it was going to be special and it ended up being special. Um, but I say maybe that I, I, I did rush myself. I, I put too much pressure on myself to come back a little bit too fast. Saying that, I got through the game and I was fine. I got through about five games feeling okay. But the truth is I still probably, I didn't realize it at the time, but I still had a little bit of symptoms. It just wasn't enough to really uh, affect my life in any way at that point that I, I, I didn't realize that was happening to me. I thought, you know, like like a like an injury on, on the leg you had a little niggle still but you can play through it and eventually it's going to get better yeah. i learned i learned the hard way that that's not the case with concussions you got to let it heal completely yeah. and and it was about after the sixth game i think I, I i cleared a header and i felt weird after that i finished the game and after the game i just felt really off really really off and the next two days i started to feel headaches and stuff and then came all these symptoms that I hadn't had. And then it was just a battle of symptoms, different symptoms um, throughout the whole process, you know, like yeah. light sensitivity, um, uh, the headaches, pressure in the head. Um, I started to get, I started to feel like I couldn't control my emotions. I was starting to feel stuff that didn't make sense. I was getting, yeah. I was having anxiety. I was, I was getting, I was feeling nervous, sad, and for no reason. It was weird. And, uh, mm -hmm. So it was it was tough mentally. It became a, a real mental game, and 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 um, that was the toughest part, to be honest. Once it started to mess with like you know the mental health. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think when you look at it too, right? When you, and that's why they, you know, with concussions, and, and we still don't understand enough. And it's important that that athletes, you know, take that time off that's needed, and not worry about anything else. Because I mean, if you look at it, you know, you, you felt good, and it was that one header that might have triggered those ne next symptoms that even put you out even longer. Right? Yeah. And you're right. You, you end up learning the hard way, but it's yeah. important that, you know, people don't rush these and, and really understand just mm. the, the importance it is to look after yourself. Yeah. I think we sign, we sign up and we understand the physical side. We, you know, we could do an ankle, a knee, you know, things like that, hips, shoulder, but the, the, the neurological side of things and those injuries uh, with the head or something, I certainly wasn't prepared for in the manner that I think the players are certainly now, at least they understand better uh, about the symptoms and what to do about it. So I'm glad you looked after yourself, number one, but fantastically you made the world cup. We were all yeah. cheering for you. So that, that, that experience, absolutely incredible. So tell us a little bit about that leading in and what was maybe the, something that surprised you the most out of what your experience over in Qatar was like. You got the dream that we all wanted. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. We all um, wanted to get there. Brilliant. Uh, man. Yeah. No, I'm blessed, man. I, I I realize, you know, when you get there, you realize how truly amazing of a of a of a feat it is. Um, and I mean, everything everything was so new to me. So I don't want to say that like everything was surprising. You know, like it, it, there wasn't. It was everything. It, it was new. Everything was so new for everybody, right? Because the yeah. last time was 36 years. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even know. Um, I, I forgot. I don't even know if Greg Bay was uh, was part of that staff. Yeah. 
No, I don't. No, he wasn't. He nope. wasn't. So it was new for everybody. And yeah. um, and yeah, that was it, it. Was incredible. I think um, just the thing that surprised me was how um organized everything was. It was incredible. Like the logistically, everything was was very very organized. Like. Uh, and I did not expect that, you know, you expect a World Cup, especially going, you know, to Qatar with everything that was going on with it. I thought it was going to be a little bit more uh, chaotic, uh, mm-hmm. but it was really, really well organized. Really well Japan organized. Managed to be late uh, for a press conference once, but other than that, it was all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> other, than that, other than that, it was, it was. I mean, more for like... Uh, <laughs> As far as the hotel and things, yeah. and for the family as well, but um, yeah, there's that stuff as well. But uh, but from from my side, from the things that I saw, um, yeah, it was in, it was incredible. Just the organization of from FIFA and everything, from uh, from our hotels, the security, the the professionalism, um, how nice the city was, how nice Doha was, how clean it was, how mm-hmm. welcoming their people were. Uh, in fact, because uh, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a different world out there and a different culture. And I think yeah. people were a little bit skeptical on how that was going to be received, uh, mm-hmm. how, how they were going to receive the world. But to be yeah. honest, they, they received the world with with open arms yeah. for the most were part. Were you guys and, able to go outside, mingle, walk around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were yeah. able to, like, to go to the mall and walk around. Once the tournament started... Um, like people started to recognize us and and but nobody really bothered us in that sense i mean i think the only ones that was were, were really going to get bothered at that tournament is if messi ronaldo and neymar went onto the streets uh right. you know I, I can't really see anybody else being bothered yeah. but um but no there was, was a really, ton of argentinian fans there and yeah. mexican fans eh? right. yeah yeah a lot of mexicans a lot of argentinians um a lot of canadians oh, uh, i was very yeah. very surprised by the turnout and that was i i guess um you know another thing the 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 wow moment that i had the 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 really when it hits you moment i think was um before the first game or the, the day of the first game we arrived to the stadium and you know when you arrive as players you you have the chance to check out the the field to see to you know check out the field and stuff and walk on the field so we walk on the field and we, we walk out the tunnel we get into the stadium and already there's so many canadian fans and there's in the stands this is an hour and a half before the game and our families all all our families in their seats in their section and that was a very emotional moment for myself um I bet. because yeah. just to see what we did like this is it we're here mm-hmm. you know we're at the world cup our families are here to watch us live our dream and the fans you know they they're living their dreams watching yeah. canada at the world cup and and yeah. and there was a huge section it was honestly it was incredible the the vibes that i was getting before that first game was was nothing yeah. like i felt before do you guys think uh, that maybe maybe that that energy sort of that leading into these games and certainly leading maybe into Morocco, the last game, uh, might have caught up to you in some of the emotional sides of things? I think um, I think what it was, I would say no. I would say, especially in the first game, it gave us energy. And I think we... Oh, we fuck. Showed, well, that, that certainly did. I think we showed that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
I think as the tournament went by, it wasn't really that the the energy and the vibes kind of uh, fatigued us. It was more, I think, what I really learned from the experience of the game of playing was experience at a World Cup costs is is priceless. It's it it just yeah. it's its value is so much, and you saw that in in Croatia and you saw that in Morocco, yeah. and. Um, so that 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 experience that inexperience from us is what is is the reason why the results went the way they were they went mm-hmm. because the performances were there but then there's 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 the little details in the game especially at that level when you get to that level it's the little little details oh, yeah. that matter yeah. and and that's what that's what you know wins or loses you a game and um, yeah. so it was great. It was great to find to, to feel that to feel that at that level. Because I, to be honest, I haven't felt that. I had not felt that. Yeah. I had not played at that level in my career. Yeah. And yeah. to feel how did, that, how did you guys feel though? So generally, after when you fin- you're walking out of there, you you know you've been eliminated. You played some fantastic football. It could have been so much different. What was yeah. the general feeling? Was it of promise or disappointment or what could have been? a little bit of everything i think yeah. um we are proud of how we performed yeah you should at the, end the, the, yeah. at the end of the day also football is 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 results based it's results you know your 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 beer yeah you're judged on your results and at the yeah. end of the day we didn't get a point and our our, yeah. our our goal was to get a point our goal was to get out of the group and yeah. we certainly felt that we had you know we we're more than capable of doing so we got the goal we got, got the goal. goal. We got the goal. And two, and two of the teams go to the semifinals from Group F. So it, yeah, it's, we had we had the group of death, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, also, tell but, me, yeah. Tell, tell tell me what it was like. You know, and I remember as a player, Forrest, you do as well. Also, you know, when you leave the hotel, you're on the bus, and you're heading to the stadium. This is the first World Cup that we've been in thirty six years. You're on that bus. And then you're in the dressing room, you're getting ready, and you know that three-minute warning comes, and they're like, all right, subs out. And what, yeah. what was the vibe like? Tell me, I want to know what the emotions were going through you, the team on the bus. Was it quiet? Was there music playing in the dressing room? Was everybody, everybody? You know, uh, to be fair, it felt, it felt very loose. It felt very loose, and, and everybody was normal, like, you know, normal routines. Everybody was doing their normal routines. Guys, Some guys had headphones. Some guys were playing their music loud. Um, I'm there with uh, Cavallini. We're sharing a, his mate. Uh, you know, it's, it's normal. We felt normal, but excited. Of, of course, excited. We're in the, but everything was normal. We, we didn't change anything just because it was the World Cup. You know, it, it was normal, but it, but also, yes, in the back of your mind, we're about to play our first World Cup game. Like everybody, is that, is that partly because you you feel so prepared? I mean, we know John Herman leave, yeah. doesn't leave anything unturned, so you're also going into it with that. Everybody knows what their roles are. That gives you some sort of comfort leading into a game, too. I would imagine. Yeah, of course. We're always prepared. Everybody knows that with John. We're mm. prepared for everything, and that helps. That helps you you know the preparation going into it and trainings and everything everybody knows what they need to do and i think we just we waited so long for that moment that we are so ready for it we're 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 so ready and we we wanted to take it and and after that first game you know the feeling is unbelievable like we lose the game 
but they know we play better than them. Everybody yeah. knows we are the better team. This is, and at the time, so we haven't played Croatia or Morocco yet. We don't know how they're going to be. We didn't see, uh, oh, I guess, they, I think we did see their game. They, they tied 0-0, but um, we don't know how they're going to be. And this is, to us, we can, we only know who, we only know the opponent that's in front of us. We can only know that far. And they're the second ranked team. They're supposed to be the second ranked team in the world at that time. So we play like this and we're looking at each other. We're like, we're going to win the fucking world cup. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We're going to win the world cup. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and (laughs) so we're like, that's a fucking great attitude. That's awesome. We knew it too. We knew you guys would think that. Am I crazy? Yeah, maybe, but Hey, but when you think about it, when you really think about it, we just played the second ranked team at the time. And, so this was before we knew the the all the turmoil that Belgium was really going through and how they really were going to be. But for us, that was that was the best team that we played to date, all of us as a team. And they're supposed to, they're number two in the world. So if they're number two in the world, we play like that. It crosses your mind. Shit, yeah, we have a chance here. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. And then you know the day a day goes by and and you you kind of you put your feet back on the ground. But you still are excited. You're really confident from that game, and obviously, we're going into the Croatia thinking we're gonna we're gonna kill this team, or we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. We knew it was gonna be a tough game. That that yeah. that wasn't it wasn't that we thought it was gonna be easy. We knew it was gonna be a tough game, but we truly believed we were gonna win. Yeah. And then we and scored the goal in the first minute. Scored early. Nice. We scored early. Yeah. So at this point, I'm on the bench. Yeah, we're really surfing. winning the world. I was going to go bar like, surfing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and you know, and and then and then the game goes, and then you're taught a lesson, and then you're taught a real lesson. Uh, uh, um, you know, we we get humbled, and and in a good way. I think it was a really good learning yeah. experience for everybody that game, because we started to see now what the real level was of 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 a of a team, an experienced team that goes far in the in the tournament and and their reactions to to certain moments in the game to to a to to, you know conceding in the first five minutes and them all looking at each other with the cool faces cool cool as cucumbers nothing it was they were not phased they were not phased they knew they were going to come back into this game and they were up for it obviously with everything that you know was going on in the media and everything they were up for it and, yeah. What would you say there? I mean, look, you know, as as a footballer, you know, we're, we're always learning and we're always watching because we want, everybody wants to get better. What what did you learn from that game and those Croatian players at that moment? Was there something you got out of it and went, wow, like these these guys are dialed in. They, yeah. Pressure doesn't get to these guys. Yeah. Like, what yeah, what was it that you learned from that? I learned that they're just they they're. <sighs> This is what I learned. I learned that there's a, there's there's a different level. There's a there's the highest level of the game, and there's a reason why they're the highest level because those players train in that level every day. Their environments where they're training at that level every day, and they've been doing so since they've been 18, 19, 20 years old. When you get to, when you play against national teams like Croatia, and and um, you know Belgium. And Brazil, Argentina, these are all guys on the team that when they're 18, 19 years old, they get sold to a big team in Europe. And now from 19, they're developing in an environment at the highest level. 
And so it, it, they know that in that kind of game, they can stay at that level for 90 minutes. Whereas us not being used to that, or most of us not being used to that, we can only withstand for a certain amount of time. And then there comes a point in the game where now that experience at that level, they start to see spaces that we don't see and we and, and, and they start yeah. to do movements and combining with each other that we weren't ready for because yeah. they they just figured it out. Yeah. They so they for, seem they seem they seem not to panic, don't they? No, they don't panic. They never panic. They're warriors. Regardless of the situation. They are warriors, yeah. The, yeah. the creations are warriors as well. Like not only yeah. are they cool, but like they're they're fighters. They're 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 gonna fight. And 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 you saw like I think you know they they kept going. They scored the third goal and they wanted the fourth. They kept going. They were there to they're they're there to kill us. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. no, honestly, yeah. they yeah. they it's that's the level. That's the level. That's honestly the level that now me learning from that that I have to strive for. That's the level that I have to tell the younger players like, yo, listen, there, there's there's just a different level out there, and you have to be dialed in every day to get there. Every day, yeah. it's it's literally every day. Oh, so and, you, you, you talked about that the media before the game, right? And that whole maelstrom with, with John's comments, which we thought were hilarious, by the way. And actually, we we thought they were great. Now love I know the, he, love the picture. Yeah, except the picture was fantastic. But how aware were you as a group uh, with, with what's happening back home with the media and the you know the comments about those comments? Oh, a hundred like fully aware. You were fully aware. Yeah. Fully aware, but it wasn't something that was affecting us in any way yeah you know we didn't we, we knew that there was media we knew there was a bunch of stuff happening but uh in, in no sense do do i say that it, it affected the game i think the game was gonna go the way the game went no matter what um i i would just say their cel- maybe it would affected their celebrations of the goals a little bit different because they were they you know yeah if, i don't know if they showed on tv but their players were really yeah. What, what Jimmy was saying before that too, when we were talking about whether or not it would, you know, inspire them and all that. And it's like, well, Jimmy was saying like Modric has been in every freaking, these guys have been in big champions league finals or like world cup yeah. finals. They, yeah, they don't give a shit. They, they show up no regardless, but yeah, yeah. They, they were going to show up regardless. I mean, as a player, when you, okay. I, on the other side, if I'm on the other side of that, if I hear that I, you, okay, I, I take advantage that I use that to, to fuel me, but mm-hmm. it, it, in at the same way, whether it happened or not, it's not really going to change that mm-hmm. much. You know, it was taken We're, out of context too, because it, we were just saying it, it didn't, it happened to be Croatia, but it could have been the blue, red team, the black. Yeah, team, yeah, no, red, no, you know, it yeah. just so happened to be. To do, had nothing. Obviously, it, it had nothing to do with Croatia. And no, it, personally, to them, to their country, yeah. it was it was to our next opponent. That that's what it was. Our next that's opponent, yeah. and like it's I just said, motivating you guys. It was just all. motivating us. Yeah, and 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 um, and especially how we played after that first game, emotions were high because you know, obviously, we all felt we should have. We should have took three points from that game, and we ended up with zero. And so emotions are high, and sometimes you know that that's what comes out in that moment. People don't realize we're, we're you know we do these interviews with so many things in our minds, and we've gone yeah. through so many emotions. It's it's hard sometimes to to gather the the, the proper words to say or or, or yeah. to come out with 
what you want to say in the right way. So, mm-hmm. uh, but regardless, I, I yeah, the, it wasn't meant. It wasn't meant to disrespect Croatia in any sense. It was just mm-hmm. we felt that after that first game, we were we we were gonna really we we're gonna win the next game, and we were gonna do so in in yeah. in, a, in a in a big way. I think for Alfonso too, you know, missing that penalty was a was a moment in his career where he, it's a bit of diversity, if you like, because things haven't gone really badly for him in just about every manner of his career. It's been spectacular with Bayern Munich and with Canada, and then he gets there and he's got a chance to score the first goal against Belgium, and you know that's a that's a stage that I don't care who you are, you got a monster in goal. You're not really used. You're not a penalty taker. Like Bayern Munich is not putting you to take penalties. Yeah. And here you are. Holy shit. I, Imagine I, how small that goal looked. Right. <laughs> I bet you oh, it yeah. was so tiny looking. And you're, and when I, I, was, you know, myself, I would have, I would have put over the stands. I'm a goalkeeper. You're standing there and, you're, and you know it's fucking with their heads. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And Fonji no stood there so for 30 small. seconds. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, I would have walked off. I would have put the ball down and then just went. I would have gave it to somebody else. So you go take that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, no so John, should it have been Fonzie or John? I'm joking. Don't answer that question. Yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. Actually, no, but at least decided on the pitch. Sorry. Do they decide? Did they decide on the pitch or like who's feeling good or was it predetermined? That's I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. No, either, it, but... that, that game it was decided on the pitch. Yeah. Was, yeah. Who was who was feeling good in that moment? Yeah, uh, yeah. at least you got the balls to take it. Yeah, right. well, that's what I was you about to credit. say. That's what I was about to say. You know, Fonzie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, at least he stepped up and he wanted to be the guy. He is our yeah. guy, and so yeah. he wanted to be that guy. And and that's you yeah. know that 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 says a lot. That says a lot about yeah. him and to his character. And you know, I agree. And and you know, what do you like? Everybody, we back him. We back him. He's our guy. Of course. If he wants of to take course. the penalty, okay. You're 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 confident in this moment. You take it. We 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 we're behind you. You know. And this is next football. time. Say fuck it. Also, just say no. I'm giving you the ball. We gave you a chance. Next time, that's. <laughs> I don't give you the fuck. You're the guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think. Um, listen, he missed. And okay, you know. We still had other chances and stuff. You know that oh, yeah. that's not the reason why we lost the game, but you know, great on him. He bounced back the next game in the first five minutes. He scores our first goal in the history, uh, you know, of, of yeah. the World Cup. So what a goal too! Um, yeah, yeah like you said, you know, he it's crazy his his trajectory of his career. Like there's there's been no bumps really. It's been yeah. it's been highs and and you know that's. He's he's been doing so well. There's going to be bumps. I don't I don't know yeah. when, I don't know where, but there will be. Yeah. But it but at least he got a little taste of it. I think a small taste of it because it didn't last long. L- yeah. Luckily in that moment we you know we had a game three days later and yeah. boom, he took his moment, he was able to get yeah. over it very fast, which yeah. is good, which is telling. It's uh, that means when times get rough for him, he'll he'll be ready. He'll be ready to to yeah. to overcome that. You need those lessons in football. You have to have for them. For sure. For sure. Oh, so, I mean, you, you've you had a ton, you know, you when you look at the gamut of what you've gone through with Toronto SC, the national team, injuries, winning titles, missing out on playoffs, you know, the last couple of years have been tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you're 30 now and you just uh, signed another three-year contract. Congratulations on that. That's amazing. Takes you yeah. to 33 years of age and, well, you're fit right now. You never know what's going to happen from there. But congratulations on that because you played over 300 games now in all competitions i'm pretty sure and you know 
Toronto's happy and lucky to have you, buddy. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. You know the way everything turned out. I think for me, the it, it, in my life, you know, I've had a lot of ups and downs. Like, like you know, like every footballer, like every footballer in their career. And um, I think I've been blessed that in my career, my decisions, my certain the the points where I've had to make decisions, it, it's kind of it's come to me. It's not like um, like the right decision has just has just shown itself to me, and the option to take has shown itself to me, and and this was no different. You know, things things behind the scenes happen, and a lot of things happen during that time, and mm-hmm. um and and the option to stay at TFC was the one that showed itself to me and made the yeah. most sense. And so, um, yeah, I'm blessed, man. I, I I it's it's not easy to to keep your value high also, you know, at a, at, at a club, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not easy as you guys know, especially in these days, it, it we don't see it. You don't see it that much. The, the one club man. Mm-hmm. Um, but what people realize, you know, yes, does TFC take care of me? Do they value me? Well, and yes, they take care of me because I'm valuable because there's a lot of other homegrown. <laughs> there's a lot of homegrowns. That, that are not here no more and yeah. it's not that they don't they don't take care of them or nothing they they, they, they love them for being homegrown but it's football you know it's business yeah. and at the yeah, time at the time you're not valuable you know more yeah. the, the you thing is you also yeah you'll be on pretty prime yeah yeah <laughs> but the thing is also <laughs> you don't want that. with I, th- I think with you also you're you're a fan favorite because you you, you let your football do your talking and you're a huge part of this organization. You're TFC through and through. The fans love you. The organization loves you. And, that, and that's why, you know, players like yourself, and I'm, and I'm a firm believer that you've got to take after, look after your own. And the club is looking after you, and you want to be a part of it. And so mm-hmm. it's important that they do take care of you, and it's, it's good to see. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and listen, um, you know, Toronto has uh, – the, the club has – you know, opened so many doors for me and, and, and um, has allowed me to experience so many things. Um, and, and yeah, they take care of me. They really do. But I will say it, it's, it's not uh, like uh, no freebies, man, have been given. It's all earned. It, trust me. Yeah, 100%. Sure. You, know, you know how it is, Jimmy. You've been at the club, man. You know how yeah. it is. And um, they don't give any freebies. So at the same time, yes, you know, I'm in, I, I am in debt to the club for everything. But mm-hmm. um, you know they have given me, they have given me a lot. But I, I've earned it. I, I, I can, I can confidently say that I, that I've earned everything. I don't I think, think we all, we think we all, we all agree. You have for sure. Yeah. You know, no, and I mean, idea. sorry, jump in there, there Jimmy. But um, I mean, I, I thought you were gone. I thought you'd leave. Honestly, <laughs> be honest with you. Um, but I think we're all so happy that you stayed. I mean, you obviously looked at your options, like you mentioned, there overseas. I mean, what, was it tempting? I mean, did you come close? Was, was it a tough decision in the end to, to stay as a one club man? and to resign yeah it was tough yeah yeah uh, to be honest um i would say like uh, i wasn't sure and uh, you know from from the from the from the day that i agreed to 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 that i agreed a, a deal with tfc i would say a week before that i was still not sure and i did have my eyes on europe like this was probably going to be the last chance and uh for many reasons and 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 you know you know you just you start to think about you know 
it was a childhood dream of mine to try to go over there and to play. But in football, there's just there's there's so many factors and there's so many things behind the scenes that I think the 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 the, the normal fan doesn't understand. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, timing know, of do, everything. The timing of everything, where yeah. you go financially, yeah. you financially is you know the financial situation is is a big factor. It just is in this in this life because you only play for so long and so the financial the, the you know the factor of the the financial factor where you're going to play the the path the project that you're going to you know join all those things mm-hmm. matter and 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 you know i have you know a family that i'm taking uh, you know i take care of my family and 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 and, and things like that there's there's other mm-hmm. people that you have to think about when you make these yeah. decisions mm-hmm. and you've, so, got a, you've got a good co- i mean it's a good contract that's not you know kid ourselves and and as well as when you look at europe too you know the economics of it there's a lot of leagues outside of the big money teams that we hear about and they're spending mm-hmm. these massive amounts of money that are actually struggling so mm-hmm. it's it's hard to get a good salary uh in europe uh it's not as easy as it seems as we, you know, watch the Premier League and whatnot. So MLS and where you're at right now, I know you're in a pretty good spot. So that's that's also a, a factor. And you, you have to, like you said, have to take that into account. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, I, I'm really happy with my decision, to be honest. I'm very happy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a good contract. It's a very good contract. It's a yeah. very good contract. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, you know, they, they really valued me and they showed me that. And, and um the thing is for me uh, now I will say you know at the point I was in my career there's a very small market of teams in Europe that would have made sense because of my age because of my demands my financial demands all those things made it it, it like a very small market and in the Mm -hmm. January window like they also have to need you at that time to make that move at that time so it to be honest, it, it was going to be tough. There there was options and 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 it was interesting, but at the end of the day, you know, um, I think I, I chose TFC and 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 I was happy with that decision. Are you uh, always involved in the negotiations, or do you just say to your agent, "This is what I want. Take care of it. Keep me out of it." How, how do you work? My such <sighs> man. Okay, my situation. <laughs> my my situation was interesting. Um, there, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a story behind it. My, 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 my situation this time around with, and, you know, agents and stuff. I, I, to be honest, I can't really say much right now. It just doesn't make sense to say much about it right now. Maybe sometime down the line, uh, maybe when I'm done playing, um, it will, it will come up. Um, we will. It will. And, and maybe, and maybe, and maybe, no, no. And maybe in that, in that, in that, in that, um, at that point, it's not worth talking about no more for me, you know? So, but all I'll say is this it, as far as the negotiations and stuff, I, I took care of it in the end with TFC myself. We oh, did, nice. we, we, we did it ourselves and, and we got that taken care of. I was working with uh, with the agency to see if they could get me overseas somewhere and see what other options were available. Uh, but with TFC, I, I took care of that, and and so everything was done between me and the club. 
Good. Good for you. Yeah, well, that's I mean, great. It's good to hear that, right? I mean, it, you, it hear, yeah. you, you know what your going rate is. You, you know what I mean? Everything is yeah. made public. You've been around the game long enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Good experience yeah, too, right? Who knows? Yeah. You know, post-career, maybe you don't want a coach. Maybe you, you get into the agency game. Big money there, I will, apparently. I, I will not be an agent. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I won't Dirty be an agent. Dirty maybe business. like I'll be like a consultant, but I'll never, I'll never be an agent. No. Would you be interested in coaching? Yeah, coaching interests yeah. me. Coaching interests yeah. me for sure. Um, I think that after after done playing, I'll I would take some time. I think like a couple of years, um, just to get away and then from the the pressures of you can come football, golfing with me, know. buddy. Huh? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I'm not very good, but uh, I'm down. Um, I'll get I'll get you into darts. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, yeah, coaching. I think I would at some point want to come back to the game. Like I, I, I can't live without it. And so, some way I was I would stay involved, and hmm. and coaching could be one of those ways. Well, you could come on here with us if you you got nothing else to do, buddy. Yeah, of course, man. We we want to get rid of Jimmy as quickly as possible. (laughs) They're trying their ass off also, but they just can't take it. (laughs) The agent, the agent in you will get more than six bucks an hour, also, because that's what I pay these guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks, mate, for this. This has been great. I know you're at camp right now. It's actually funny. I was was just thinking, you know, you're signing new deal and you get to camp, and Victor Vasquez shows up, and thinking, man, it's like just rewinding the clock here. Hopefully, you get some similar success this time around. And uh, team looks pretty good. You know, I forget what happened last year down the stretch run. Um, the, the talent is there. And, and we want to get you back on this show very shortly, I'm sure, to talk about the season and, and what's going to transpire. But mm-hmm. listen, great, great anecdotal stuff from the World Cup. Really enjoyed that. I was, uh, thanks so much for this. Yeah, of course, guys. No, it's always always a pleasure being on, man. You know, you know I'm going to see you down in Palm Springs you. as well. Yes, yes, sir. I'll see you there. The nearly weds and the nearly deads. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you, Craig? Don't oh, you can figure that one out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jonathan Azorio. This has been Footy Prime Interview. Join the conversation on Twitter. Help us fill Wonger's mail sack at footy underscore prime. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 